Thank you for tuning in to another episode of our Prayer is Breathing podcast. My name is LaToya, and today we're going to jump right in talking about guarding your heart. So whether you realize it or not, there is an all-out war for your heart, and God is after the authenticity of your heart, and the enemy is also after ways that he can come into your heart and cause you to stray and cause you to be defeated and disappointed and discouraged. But whenever we have strength in our heart, we're able to walk through any storm. We're able to walk through the trials of life because we know that God is on our side. And so many times in the word of God, the Bible tells us that we need to strengthen our heart and that as we wait on the Lord, he will strengthen our heart. And that is so important because if our heart is not strengthened, then we walk in a place of defeat and we do not fully have God's best for us. So there's certain things that we need to understand about the heart. One thing that I love is the verse of Matthew chapter five, verse eight, which says, blessed are the pure in heart for they will see God. And I don't know about you, but I want to see God. I want to see God high and lifted up. So there is a fight to keep my heart pure, to keep your heart pure. So we do not miss what God has for us in this season, because hopefully you are at a place in this new month where you want to see God in a new way and you're ready to position yourself and to posture your heart in such a way that nothing and no one is going to hinder you. All right. Also in Psalms chapter 24, we see this emphasis again on the heart and the chapter reads, the earth is the Lord's and all its fullness, the world and those who dwell therein, for he has founded it upon the seas and established it upon the waters. Verse three, who may ascend into the hill of the Lord or who may stand in his holy place? He who has clean hands and a pure heart who has not lifted up his soul to an idol, nor sworn deceitfully, he shall receive blessing from the Lord and righteousness from the God of his salvation. This is Jacob, the generation of those who seek him, who seek your face. So hopefully in this month of September, you are believing God, like verse five says that you will receive blessings from the Lord and righteousness from the God of his salvation. And so as we are in a place where we are desiring to see the blessings of God, the hands of God, and also the face of God, because it says who may ascend into the hill of the Lord. And at some point in our lives, we get to a place of spiritual maturity where we don't just want the blessings of God, but we want the character of God. We want the heart of God. We want to see his face. We don't just want what God can do for us, but we want who God is to us. And that's a whole different subject for a different episode that I cannot wait to talk to you about the difference between the hand of God and the face of God. But we'll jump into that a few weeks from now. So as we're talking about the heart today, there are certain things that we need to understand because of course the heart, when our heart is in the right place, we're, we're able to be blessed by God because our hearts are pure. And that's what Matthew 5 verse 8 is saying. And also Psalm 24 is saying as well. And so in order for us to be in that place, we have to understand these five things about the heart. All right. Number one, you have to understand how fragile 
your heart actually is. So because the Bible tells us time and time again to strengthen our heart, and there's so many prayers of men and women in the Bible that pray, Lord, strengthen my heart. And they're praying that prayer because our hearts in our own humanity tend to be weak, tend to be fragile. So when something is fragile or something is easily damaged, especially when we go to put things in the mail, we always wrap that package with extra care, We say, hey, let's stamp this box as fragile. We don't want a whole lot of roughness, a whole lot of shaking. This has to get to a certain place, but I want to make sure that this item is protected. And I always think about that when I think about the heart, because we have to guard our heart in that same manner. We have to understand that our hearts are fragile and that our hearts need to be handled with care. And we understand that when we realize how much value we have and how much value we possess. So the first thing about guarding our heart, again, is understand how fragile your heart is. Number two, you have to be in a place where you examine entryways. This is so important because examining your heart is something that you have to pray and ask the Holy Spirit to do for you. Your pastor, your mentor, your life coach, um, they're not always able to examine your heart. Some things only you and God know are in your heart. And so you have to ask the Holy Spirit to search your heart the same way David asks in Psalm 139. Verse 23 says, search me, O God, and know my heart. Try me and know my anxieties and see if there's any wicked way in me and lead me in the way everlasting. Now, when we are searching our hearts, we realize that in warfare or in life in general, our hearts take a lot of hits. So if you've been through heartache, you've been through pain, you've been through issues where you are unable to trust people or people have turned their backs on you, things like that, it's almost like a blow to our heart. And we have to be in a place where we ask God to examine us, to strengthen us, to restore our heart again. And so because our hearts are weak, our hearts need a lot of restoration. They need healing. And we have to understand the importance of taking good care and guarding our hearts. So first point, again, was understand how fragile your heart is. Number two, examine entryways. So you have to see, is there any way that something can enter into my heart? Am I guarding my heart? Am I standing watch? And part of guarding your heart, we're going to talk about this in point number three, is you cannot make decisions based upon your feelings. Do you know that some emotional decisions, some decisions that we make based upon our feelings can cause our heart so much damage, so much unnecessary pain. But when you allow God to lead you and you allow God to do a work on the inside of you, there are things that God will require or cause you to do that will actually help you to guard your heart. And in some cases, God may cause you to let some people go. And as tough and as difficult as that may be, that's a way to guard your heart, especially in a season where you know that God has spoken to you. You know that people are not uh, good for you. They're not a good influence. 
they're not headed in the same direction as you are after God. And maybe God has put on your heart that you need to let those people go. That's a way that you can guard your heart. And of course, Proverbs 4, 23 tells us to guard our hearts with all diligence because out of it flows the issues of life. So we have to make sure that we're doing everything in our power to guard our hearts. And number four, this is so good to me. And this is one of the things I always keep in mind is forgiving others. One of the greatest ways to guard your heart is when you are at a place that you can forgive others as God has forgiven you. Now, if I can be open and honest, one of the main reasons why I try to forgive people is not necessarily for the person that needs forgiveness, but it's for my own heart, for the sake of my own heart. Because when you allow unforgiveness to sit inside your heart, it's actually very damaging and very detrimental to your spirit man. And so when you forgive other people, that's a way of saying, hey, unforgiveness, you're not welcomed in my heart. I'm not letting you in because I know the damage that you can cause. And so our hearts are not able and they're not meant to carry unforgiveness because unforgiveness turns into bitterness. It turns into anger. And I don't know about you, but I don't have time for that. So regardless of the person, I try my best to pray and ask God to give me the grace that I need to help to forgive people the same way God has forgiven me because forgiveness is actually a way that you guard your heart. So none of us are really able to stop offenses or stop hurt or pain. Some of these things are truly a part of life and they happen. But if you think about the doorways of your heart, the same way you have a door to your home, you get to decide what you're going to let come in, what you're going to let stay in. And sometimes unforgiveness will knock at the door. Sin will knock at the door. Um, All these things, disobedience will knock at the door, offenses, even sometimes we can be offended with God. Those are things that knock at the door and we have to examine and say, you know what? I'm not letting you in. I'm going to watch and guard the doors of my heart and I'm not going to allow this thing to come in so that I can stay in a place of purity and position myself to receive God's blessings. Last thing that we need to understand when it comes to guarding our heart is the value that our hearts hold. And so when we understand how much value we have, we're not going to just share our heart with people that don't value or appreciate us. It is so important that we take the word of God and we allow the word of God to cleanse us and to purify us from the inside out, to purify our hearts. And when we pray and when we worship, many times God will show us anything that that may be hindering us. And we have to understand that God is not just concerned with how things look on the outside, but he's concerned with the war and the things that are going on in our hearts. And we see this also in Isaiah 29 verse 13 says, therefore, the Lord said, inasmuch as these people draw near me with their mouths and honor me with their lips, but have removed their hearts far from me and their fear toward me is taught by the commandment of men. And so he's saying that people will even honor him with their lips. People honor God with their mouths, but their hearts are far away from the Lord. So in Joel chapter two, verse 13, 
It says, so rend your heart and not your garments. Return to the Lord your God, for he is gracious and merciful, slow to anger and of great kindness, and he relents from doing harm. So this verse is so powerful. You have to read all of Joel chapter two in context, but God is telling the people, rend your heart. That means tear your heart, not just your garments. So in a time of grieving, they will always tear their garments. It was just a sign of mourning and they will rip their actual garments. But God tells them, don't just tear your garments. Matter of fact, don't even tear your garments, but tear your heart instead. And one reason why this is so powerful is because with garments, we can have several garments. And I believe that garments represent things that are outwardly garments represent the things that other people see. But when it comes time to rend our heart, that's something that not everybody sees. And it's something that we only have one of. So you can have several garments, but you only have one heart. And when we're going before God, God sees the inner deeper side of us that nobody else is going to see. And he's not there waiting to judge us and condemn us, but he wants us to be genuine. He wants us to be pure and he wants us to be in a place where he can bless us and trust us because our hearts are close to him. Our hearts are near to him. And so if you have to follow these tools just to keep your heart pure, do it. And that means forgiving people, not being emotionally led, um, making decisions based upon what God is saying versus what you feel like doing and making sure that you understand that your heart is fragile. So you don't just throw your heart and, and do rough things, but you understand that you need to handle the heart that God has given you with care. And so I just want to say a prayer for those of you listening to this podcast, where you have maybe taken a lot of hits and a lot of blows um, spiritually because of things that you've gone through, but you want to have a pure heart. And so I just want to say a prayer for you. God, I pray a prayer of healing, even as we talked about before on a previous episode that God wants to heal your heart. I pray for those today that need strength in their heart, strength in their spirit, man, that father, they will not give up. They will not lose heart, but father, that they would stand strong on your word, stand strong in your promises. And I pray that you will strengthen the heart of each and every person that is listening to this episode, strengthen their heart, keep them, protect them, cover them, that give them wisdom, God, to understand what they can handle, understand what they cannot handle, and to be able to guard, to stand guard of their hearts. Because God, you gave us that command that we should guard our hearts. And Father, I thank you for the example of David, that we can ask you, Lord, to search us and to try us and to lead us in the way everlasting, that you will remove everything that's not like you and lead us in the way everlasting. So Father, I thank you. I honor you. I glorify you. I bless your holy name. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. I want to thank you so much for tuning into this episode. I pray that it was a blessing to you. Also, feel free to follow us on Instagram at Prayer Is Breathing. You can also check out our Facebook page, which is also at Prayer Is Breathing. And if you need any prayer apparel, be sure to check out Awake Christian Clothing for some special promotions and different items so that you can boldly represent your faith. So have a blessed and victorious week. Until next time, God bless.